Hello to all you hip skips out there, and welcome to the jungle. Join Disney historian David Dr. Skipper Marley and art director and crooner Trevor Kelly as these former jungle skips explore the world of Disney, pop culture and theme parks. But hold on tight because just like a jungle cruise, their conversations often head deep into uncharted waters. Now, grab a seat and enjoy Expedition 23, Zombie Survival Plans, Zootopia Training Day, and Encanto Jones and the Temple of We Don't Talk About Bruno. Move it up, Skips. How's it going? It's, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm Good thrilled to, to be doing this. Uh, I've been looking forward to it all week. Good. Yeah. I was so excited my voice did that really. How are you doing? <laughs> when I get really excited. We'll use AI to beefing up your voice. Okay. How's it going? Hey there. Hey. Give me like a husky <laughs> voice. Man, when I teach all day long, I come home sounding like a, like I've been drinking and smoking all day long. You have been chatting nonstop, I'm sure, because of the teaching. And Monday's a gauntlet of a day. I, I'm in front of an audience for, I call it, oh crap, uh, students uh, <laughs> for seven hours. I'm working the room. Um, I, I do. It's a dress rehearsal. Yes. <laughs> I get to every class five to 10 minutes early and I'm like, all right, that's my bit time. So I do. Oh, there you go. I just did it because I need attention. But years ago, <laughs> I found out if I get to class early and I start just doing jokes and telling stories, everybody gets to class early. Oh. So when it's time to start, I yeah. didn't even notice it till I had a professor come evaluate me. Do you have a warm up professor? I don't. I should. I <laughs> your, should. your assistant can warm up the room before right? you show up, yeah, introduce TA, you. TAs are notoriously not funny. Straight from the History Channel. <laughs> Hey, I'm going back to the History Channel. Really? I am. Oh, my goodness. Can um, you talk about this? I'm making... Uh, sure. All right. It's not official yet. So what is this? But it looks like... Because uh, you were on the... Uh, I was going to say the Nosferatu... Uh, close. <laughs> but that's not it. Close. And now that it's... Uh, we're getting closer to Halloween, Hulu usually promotes it, but it's a show called The Nostradamus Effect. That's right. That's what I was on. Yeah. It's a show on the History Channel about the future. Which explains the problem right there. Which is weird because he actually did predict your presence on his show on he, the History Channel. He did. He did. He did. And that was, you know, untalented historian will crack <laughs> jokes about the future on my show <laughs> on TV. But this will be for another History Channel show. It's called, uh, like, like, it's like Things That Built America. So it's like how oh. blank built America. So this yeah. is a show on how Disney built America. Oh, awesome. So it's like the history of Disney. So I had a nice interview with a couple of great uh, producers, a producer and an associate producer, and it uh, looks like we'll be filming some stuff in October. That's incredible. Yeah. All right. That'll be fun. I, I, I did the History Channel thing, the Nostradamus effect. I had to go up to Burbank for it. I spent a whole day up there and uh, like, you know, hour and a half drive there, was there for a couple hours. I went and had lunch and drove back. So basically a whole day. They paid me a hundred bucks. Okay. That's all I got. A week later, I performed at a comedy club here in Anaheim. I won the contest, made $100. And that was for eight minutes of work. See? <laughs> America has spoken. Comedy is where it's uh, the dollar to minute ratio, yes. especially once you start doing well. Yes. Insane. Well, let me, here's the best part of that story. So I'm going to up to LA to, to do this thing. And they kept saying on the, on the phone interviews with me, on e like several emails, don't bring any green shirts. Bring lots of different shirts, but don't bring green because we're filming on a green screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I take a garment bag and I put all my green shirts in it. <laughs> and Deb sees it and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing a bit. And she goes, can you be professional one day in your life? And I went, no. So I walked in and I'm like, I brought the green shirts like you asked. And I watched the producer. <laughs> she stared at me and I just watched the color drain out of her face like, 
this is the biggest idiot I've ever met in my life. And then I burst out laughing and I had another garment bag. I'm like, I'm just kidding. First of all, yes, it's the History Channel. It's the History Channel. We're not going to talk about professionalism. That went out the door when <laughs> they had old big hair talking about aliens yeah, every 30 that's seconds. True. Yeah, that's true. It that's used true. to be about history. And now it's just... I mean, maybe this sounds like maybe it's steering the ship right in the uh, the back in the right direction. I think so. The joke used to be if you turned on the History Channel and it was in color, that meant it was World War. It was Vietnam. If it was okay. black and white, it was World War II. That's right. The Hitler Channel for the, a long time. It was the Hitler Channel. It really was. Yeah, and I enjoyed that because you know <laughs> World War II stuff. That's right. So I uh, yeah. I'm slightly terrified. I realize uh, I think maybe there's a a gene in your in your internal mechanisms that once you turn forty. Uh, you start to crave World War II information yeah. as, a, as a male. I've uh, been that way my whole life. I, I just It just well, started hey, to hit. Well, today, September 15th, Battle of Britain Day. Oh, really? It is. It's, oh. it's, uh, my daughter was born on the 14th, and I really wanted her born on the 15th because it's Battle of Britain Day. And that's literally my favorite period of history since I was in sixth grade. Really? I read a book about it, and I've become obsessed with it. I have a shelf and a half of books just on the Battle of Britain. It's, I don't know much yet. I'm, I'm just beginning my journey into it. All I know is that I would have broken my foot to not go. Because <laughs> yeah. every battle I see, you, know, you go, good God, it's amazing. Anybody came back yeah. and came back slightly normal. Yeah. A spoiler alert. We won. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh, good. We did. This we is did. great. Yeah. Hitler sucks. Okay. Well, now I don't and, need uh, to dive into it. And we won. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's all the same. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, do you mind if I go? Cause I know, go. like I said, right We've before Battle of Britain, I'm good. All right. Oh, well, that's well, my topic. That's going to be our spinoff podcast is just diving into the battle of Britain, a five part series. Maybe we should do a history podcast. That'd be fun. I could, I could do it. You could talk to I'd be, I'd be the idiot right. that doesn't know anything. And I would just recklessly right. mock, okay. uh, all of your facts. And then you would tell me something horrendous after my joke. <laughs> And I'd feel really bad. Okay. That would be the podcast. The first American killed in World War II mm-hmm. was a fighter pilot for the British during the Battle of Britain. Really? There you go. There's your fun fact. Do we know his name? Uh, was it F- last name was Fisk. Wilson Fisk? Oh. No, wait. That was the... Uh, Crashy McFisk? That, that was the kingpin. No, but he was a gold medalist in uh, the bobsled in oh. the Olympics. And like a bunch, like about 12 Americans came to Britain to fight for England oh. before America was in the war. I think it was Billy Fisk, and he was uh, the first American killed in combat. I think I smell a sequel, a prequel a to prequel. Cool Runnings. Yeah, yeah, right. There we go. We call it Flaming Crashings. <laughs> so he can be like the great grandfather, <laughs> the grandfather of John Candy. Yeah. Then, uh, oh my God. There we go. Disney. Yes. I mean, make that happen. You make everything else. I I feel like all you need to do is wander into Disney Plus and go. I have an idea for a show. Yeah, and then they go, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how much money you need. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Maybe not nowadays, but take it. You want to make a crappy sequel? Here you go. Here's some money. <laughs> uh, one thing that popped up that I, I mentioned uh, before we started rolling. Uh, this will go nowhere and probably not even make the edit. So, uh, <laughs> did you see? TikTok is a buzz, and all the news uh, things. Mexico's government had that thing where they talked about aliens. Speaking of the History Channel, I just saw that today. Did you? They had like a picture of like a frozen alien or something. Yeah, it looks like a little paper mache, yeah. plaster to Paris, yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. 
All I know I, is if aliens are real, I'm not following any more rules. Okay. Yeah. That's I got, it. I got an enemies list, and I got places I want to go and do, and I'm taking care of all of it. Okay. There's your warning. Is that how it works, is once aliens show up, all bets are off, society breaks down? Yes. Oh, okay. Because what are we? They're here to eat us or take our water or... Or uh, maybe it's like a sexy takeover. Have you seen these aliens? Uh, I saw the little one. I didn't care for it. Yeah. It didn't It didn't do anything I mean, for me. I don't want to kink shame. <laughs> if that's your thing, if that's your thing. And if the aliens are listening, I welcome our alien overlords that's right. with open arms. I find you uh, equally as seductive exactly. as a, uh, a mound of plaster. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a two-foot tall mound of plaster. <laughs> two-foot tall mound of plaster. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that was. That was a, a ancient sex doll is what that was. That's what it was. It was an ancient like blow-up. Vaguely formed, version. had yeah. a couple of holes in it. Yeah, that's all that matters. 2,000 years later. Yep, there you go. Party, aliens. <laughs> party time with the aliens. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. I, I, I would be thrilled. I've, I've said it before. I, I'm thrilled for possible aliens. Yeah. I'm thrilled for possible zombies. No. Anything. No. Anything where I don't have to work anymore. Nope. Yeah? I... I believe you should accept and love everybody who they are. Not accept them, not just like tolerate them, but accept people for who they are and enjoy them. I draw a hard line at zombies. Zombies, one <laughs> bullet in the temple, I don't care. Okay. Don't even care. I mean... I have a detailed zombie survival plan, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I, I What's have, yours? I obsess about zombies to the point... Well, I have a heavily armed arsenal. Okay. I figured out how to make my... Basically, the street that I live on, how to make it zombie safe. How to like block oh. cars... And like, wow, I'm gonna, where I'm going to get wood to build like a barricade at one point so they can't enter. I've I've put too much thought into this. This sounds I'm going to make a beeline to your neck of the woods. Do my plan. Come on in. My You're plan. Welcome. Steal one of those wedding boats in Newport Harbor. There you the go. Three story ones. Yep. You already got food on there. You got a yep. kitchen. Yep. You got uh, places to sleep. Yep. You got plenty of room. Yep. Take that out uh, into international waters because zombies care about um, uh, borders. Famously, that's that's all. That's their own kryptonite is a bullet to the head yep. or international border. International borders. That's yep. right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's my goal. It's right. just to steal one and make my make okay. my way. Actually, realistically, um, I'll be dead day one. You think? Minute uh, one. Get to my house, you and Jess. Okay. Bring Sammy. Yeah. Get to my house. It just sounds easier to have a nice drink and then just kind of. Call it a day. What do you mean, call it a day? They're That's gonna, my nice way of saying... Um, they're going to eat you, then you become a zombie? Or no. you got to like take yourself out and not be a zombie? That's those what are, I'll do. Those are your options. I think if, if zombies were real, I would, again, take that moment to settle a lot of scores. And then start dealing with... <laughs> like, I thought he was a zombie! Oh! oh. <laughs> it's like you invited him to lunch and shot him. I thought he was to becoming a zombie! They just announced it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Boy, this quote's going to come back to haunt me. Uh, All right. This took a weird turn already. It, it did. It came. It, it got violent very quickly and I, I feel very uncomfortable <laughs> i feel unsafe and i'm the one starting it well we should we should probably steer it uh, you should say a topic then so we can steer it back okay. into nicer areas all right speaking of disney plus oh i have disney plus again oh you got they, it they offered a deal for three months for a dollar 99 that's three right and i went dollar 99 sign me up Iger. and so i got it because uh when we were going through like um my whole family voted against keeping Disney Plus, so I'm like, $1.99, it's mine. And I went through it, I'm like, huh. Yeah, now I know why my family didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, the reviews for every Star Wars TV show is like, meh. So we're watching Andor. Oh, love me the Andor. I'm liking. Yeah. Uh, but there's like, I watch it because basically the reason why we got rid of Disney Plus is everything on Disney Plus that I want to see, I have on Blu-ray. 
Oh, okay, so yeah. So it's just saving me two minutes of loading it into a machine. Yeah. That's what I'm paying for. If I want to watch The Parent Trap five times or Hamilton or West Side Story, <laughs> I already got You're those. You're all set. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they have, and I know you've mentioned it, I think they have Condor Man on Disney+. Plus. They do not, They really? don't? I don't know, do they? I thought they did. I'm going to check it out when I go home. I think that might be worth the $2 right there. Right? Yeah. I saw that at the Disney Studio. Which I still, yeah, I know you've mentioned it. What is Condor Man about again? I have no idea. It was all filmed. It was all filmed in, I think, in France and parts in England. And the star was like more famous for being in Broadway and on the West End plays. And it's like a very un-Disney kind of movie. Interesting. But he's basically a superhero, but he doesn't really understand how to use his suit completely. Okay. Yeah. I just remember there was a scene where he's flying off the Eiffel Tower in like this giant condor wings. So... <laughs> Like, remember The Greatest American Hero? I was just about to say, this sounds very, very like that. That show came out later. Oh, I remember okay. watching it thinking, did they? is this like a bit of a Condor Man? Yeah. So it's like a spy movie. Oh. A James Bondy kind of spy movie, but Disney. And also if the spy was kind of incompetent and sometimes dressed like a Condor and then flew off the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I, I saw the movie when it came out in the 70s and not since. So this is just my vague recollection. Essentially, if Roger Moore had done one more James Bond yes. film, that's where it was headed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, speaking of Disney not in its prime. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it last time. Yeah. Wait, did I... Did I, did I what? Did I move past what your topic was? No, that was it. That was okay. it. That was my, that was just my. I have other sto- oh, okay. topics, but my announcement was I have Disney Plus, okay. and I'm very excited to watch it. I didn't want to star towards no. this veer off into no, 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 direction. No. Um, star tours. What are you doing here? <laughs> so I mentioned it last uh, podcast. Okay. The uh, the Golden Girls go to Disney World. Yes. I watched 28 minutes of this, so nobody else has to. No, really? It was a lie. What do you mean? It was a... Uh, they went to Knott's Berry Farm? title of lies. Yeah, close. <laughs> <laughs> it was Walt Disney World's 15th anniversary. Okay. And they had B. Arthur and Betty White hosting it. Okay. And they weren't their Golden Girls characters, but they were kind of acting like their Golden Girls characters. Okay. And they would only be on for like a minute at a time doing really weak patter to introduce the next <sighs> bit. And I wrote down... With the Osmonds in it? Uh, they may have been. I made okay. 28 minutes in out of an hour and a half. Oh, was it? Oh, God. I'm like, 28 minutes? Why you watch the whole thing? <laughs> nope. Uh, and this might be something interesting. Uh, those of you out there, go on the YouTube after this. Check it out. Uh, I don't know if they just didn't have a voice for Mickey Mouse at this point. Uh, but at the open, the top of the thing to introduce it, Mickey comes out and it sounds like they just grabbed anybody nearby to record Mickey. Really? It might, as a Disney historian, it might be worth looking at this and going like, well, yeah. who the hell is this? Yeah. Cause it's nothing official sounding. It's Florida Mickey. <laughs> it's, it is. It's, it's bath salt Mickey, uh, <laughs> wandered onto the set. Speaking of zombies and craving human flesh. <laughs> That's right. So that was weird. Uh, it has Dolly Parton singing 95 with all the princesses who are at an office okay. job. Oh, make, that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Hey, if Tiana's got a job, the rest of them better be working. They are, and their boss, uh, guess who their boss is? Um, uh, the cat that always hassles Mickey. What's his name? The big bully cat. Oh, that would have been better. Or is he a dog? No, it's the bunny it's rabbit from uh, Alice what? in Wonderland. The I'm late. Okay, that tracks because he's like stressed and the boss is stressed so that's a bad choice but sure the only thing i could think of is they did it because dolly parton comes out and sings nine to five 
Oh, and he's got a clock. And he's got a clock. Uh, that was yeah. the only thing I could yeah. think of. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's that's the link. That's exactly what happened. Uh, Emmanuel Lewis does some sassy dancing uh, wow. with some stuff. Okay. I can't, I can, this is towards the end. They couldn't get Gary Coleman, so they went for uh, him. All right. The gummy was at peak, and I. that's how bad this thing is. <laughs> I was on an edible, and I could only take 28 minutes of this. I'll watch... I will watch Wandering Through Japan for hours. Yeah. This, no thank you. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. And then I ended it at uh, Harry Shearer, uh, famous oh, yeah. Simpsons voice yeah. of Mr. Burns and all these people. Uh, and Spinal Tap. And Spinal Tap. Yeah. That's right. Uh, the drummer. In, oh, no. The drummer, bass player. Bass player in Vials. Yeah. Right, that's right. Impersonating a fashionista from back then, Mr. Blackwell. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it was five minutes, probably. I don't know. Ooh. I was some edible, so I don't really yeah. know. It felt like five minutes okay. of him insulting Minnie Mouse's outfit. Wow. Uh, and no redeeming joke, just laying into Minnie Mouse, and then she wanders off. And then Mickey shows up with a bat. <laughs> That's right. A shiv, as we established exactly. last episode. He, he, was, he was busting out some shivs. <laughs> bat salt Mickey. A baseball bat covered in barbed wire. <laughs> He's like, come here. Come here, Shearer. We're going to talk. <laughs> hot, hot dog. Hot. <laughs> Confessions. Hot. <laughs> And that's where I ended it. So. Wow. Wow. When I've taken edibles, I'll be watching a show. And sometimes I can I lose track of time where I'll be watching like a, I know a show that's 20 minutes and it seems like it's been on for like hours. And I'm like, how long has this been on? <laughs> and Devil say five minutes. I'm like, no way. I get it. Yeah. Although we got we to do it much Fantasia, Fantasia 2000. I'm down with that. I will happily do that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, we'll just briefly mention this. We're going to give our Patreon shout out. Dave reminded me at the first of every month yeah. is when we, we give our shout out to all our, our new Patreon supporters. But, and I know Dave doesn't want me to promote this, but I'm going to do it anyway, by God. <laughs> we just need, I've made my bed you, and I'm ready to lie in it. We just need one more $15 Shriner Patreon pledge this month to unlock what I have dubbed the Bang Hell Barbecue Challenge. The Jungle's Bang Hill Barbecue Challenge, which is the Hot Ones Challenge. But we've come up with some fantastic little twists. We really have. Uh, that are going to make this very jungly, very Disney. Yes. Uh, and also very painful for us. I'm going to say, Trevor, you came up with brilliant ideas. It's going to be fun. You, that was the first time I was even slightly interested in doing it. <laughs> like, Dave, we'll have this, this, this. I'm like, hey, that'll be fun. I'll be in pain, but sure, that'll be. It's going to be a live stream, no editing. Uh, and oh. if you can't make the live stream as a Patreon, we're going to have it up on our Patreon page yep. for the $15 Shriner supporters. Yep. Uh, so if you love me, don't. <laughs> and if you if you love seeing us in pain, do. Well, let me just say this. One of my former students, who formerly was one of my favorite former students, <laughs> uh, started following us on Patreon. So I messaged her. I'm like, do you really want to watch me suffer like that? She's like, no, that's just a side benefit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well played. There you go. Well, and I go to her school and speak at career day. This is how she thanks me. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a thing. I don't want to. I don't want to weigh this down. We or, or do you have a topic you want to bounce to? No, go for it. This is the only one that I, I felt I had to go in this episode. Okay. The, the this drops on the fifteenth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it about Battle of Britain Day? I'm it assuming is, it is about Battle of okay, Britain. That's okay. right. It okay. has to be. Okay. Uh, no, actually, it's about uh, 9-11. Oh, God. Okay. We're not going to make get this too heavy or anything, but I was... But 9-11. <laughs> but 9-11. Uh, 
I was walking uh, to the office from lunch today, and it, I remembered for some something happened that reminded me of my favorite joke that we used to do that we couldn't do after 9-11. Oh, yeah. Because uh, there used to be a joke where the Bengal tiger can jump up to 35,000 feet when pushed out of the back of an airplane. Uh-huh. And I always used to just go, uh, the Bengal uh, tiger can jump over 30,000 feet once. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> Love yeah. that joke. Yeah. It was a great joke. And it reminded me there were so many jokes and so many things that yeah. happened after 9-11 that you couldn't do anymore yeah. the jungle. Yeah. You, I would do the joke. It's like, oh, how'd you get here? Oh, did you take a plane? Oh, did you give it back? Oh, that's right. So we couldn't do that. Can't do that. You know, in Walt Disney World, they have a plane in the jungle. They covered it with tarps. Really? So you couldn't, so you couldn't see it, I guess, for months. Did they bring it back? Yeah, it was still there when we were there. Oh, okay. But they covered it in, like, camouflage tarps for months. You couldn't talk about this crashed plane. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I was working there. Uh, I remember I was supposed to work that day, and then I, they called everybody off. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I interviewed Dave Schoenwetter, who was a manager that day. He was, like, in charge of the whole west side of the park that morning. So he was part of the decision to help close Disneyland. Like, we're not... They got the word, Walt Disney World is closing. Dang. There's been an attack, and so they didn't even open the park. Yeah. Dang. Right for my story? Yes. Uh, students will ask me questions, like, when class is over, and I'll write those on the back of, like, my lecture notes for that day. Yeah. Like, if it's a good question, I'm like, okay, we'll start with that question next time. So I was teaching, like, a like an ancient world history class at Cal State Fullerton, and um, it was about the Middle East, but, like, the Persian Empire, like, thousands of years ago. And at the end of the class, oh, everybody have a great day, and this girl raised her hand. This is on September 10th, 2001, so the day before. She's like, Dr. Marley. I'm like, yes. She's like, why do countries and people in the Middle East, why do they hate America and want to attack us so much? So I'm like, that's a good question. We're going to start with that on September 12th. And I wrote it on the back of my notes. Like, why do the Middle East attack the USA? Oh, dang. And so to answer your questions, listeners, yes, I did have her arrested. Uh, (laughs) Under the Patriot Act. She is still in Guantanamo. Uh, She was perfectly innocent, but you can't be too careful. You can never be too careful. Those I'm, those young uh, white uh, OC uh, females. They are they are the the cutting edge of of Muslim fundamentalist the, terrorism. The first wave. They are the first wave. <laughs> yeah. So that's a, yeah that's a true. Uh, Dang. That, and then I remember watching the event. I'm like, huh. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to put too uh, down around it. That just, that just reminded me. There were so many jokes at Jungle and stuff. And stuff happened at Jungle that you couldn't do anymore because of what 9 11. Because of 9 11, yeah. Yeah. yeah I Which, remember that. I mean, cry me a river. Right. That, that, that was, that's how it bothered us. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quick pivot. <laughs> right. I have one more. Please. I, yeah. What is your, it's a Disney thing. Okay. What is your favorite Disney non park place to hang out at? My not, favorite Disney place. That, like, it's not done. Basically, uh, any anywhere at at the Disney Resort, but not oh, in the parks. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. Let me think about that. Okay. If you, do you have a? Do you have yours? I do. Locked and loaded. Uh. Because we. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, at the it. Grand Californian Hotel. Oh. At the bar that we hung out mm-hmm. at, which I can't remember the name. I think it's just the. The Hearthstone Lounge? The hearth, Yeah, the Hearthstone Lounge. Hearthstone? There's two of them. I love the Hearthstone Lounge. Yeah. But I love, and it's still there, though they've changed it a bit, uh, Whitewater Snacks around the corner. Oh, yeah, that place is great. We loved it because it was the only place you could go get free refills on your drinks. Mm-hmm. And you could sit outside, and there's gates. You could look out onto California Adventure. Oh, yeah. But like when we couldn't afford to go to the park, that's where we would go and get a quick lunch because yeah. the food was good. And you could get free refills, and you would just sit there. 
that was my favorite little hangout spot. But if I'm in the mood for booze, the Hearthstone Lounge. That's a great one. But those are my, because it's quiet and mellow and chill. And uh, the hotel's just, Grand California is just beautiful. Grand California, it's always been a special spot for me. Back when me and my buddy Joey were doing all sorts of writing and stuff uh-huh. and comedy videos and blah, blah, blah. That was our writing spot was oh, we'd wow. go into the lobby uh-huh. and we'd write. We, we, we had two spaces. We had Ikea. Which uh-huh. is really fun. You just hole up in like one of the living rooms or the kitchen and write some stuff. Yeah. Actually, fun fact, David Koenig's Mouse Tales Live, we did once with him at the Disneyland Hotel. Uh-huh. And we wrote out and did the entire conceptualization of it in an Ikea model kitchen uh, <laughs> over the course of a couple of days. Oh, that is awesome. While it was open and people would walk by us and we'd have all these notepads and like <laughs> sketches and stuff. And nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. That's like, oh. awesome. It's funny because some people ignore you and some people uh, are like, oh, apologetic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just keep moving. I'm like, this is not our kitchen. You can <laughs> keep coming in. Um, no, but huh. Grand California was the other spot. That was one of my favorite spots. Uh, yeah, Hearthstone Lounge is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Trader Sam's has a soft spot uh, yeah. for both of us because we were there uh, every Friday for however many years. Uh, I would say uh, I really, really do enjoy Napa Rose's Lounge. Mm, yeah. Uh, if oh, you yeah. want a really good cocktail and pro tip, the little fire pit circle in back yeah. that's nestled in the the wilderness area of DCA, yeah. aces. It's so good. Um, and and nobody's paying attention, free entry to the park. That's right. Right there. After a couple of cocktails, you get enough bravery. (laughs) A lot of people don't know there's bear traps in that little ravine. They are. I still got the scars. (laughs) That's how we found out. That's right. I had to learn how to walk again. Uh, You know, you find out eventually. Right. Right. Uh, There's that. And then I don't know if it's still uh, accessible, but uh, back uh, when I was working there, uh, you can go up in the Grand Californian. Mm. They have that patio like several stories up the yeah. outdoor one that overlooks DCA. Yeah. And that's a great place just to chill out. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go hang out there. The last time I went, security was there immediately. Do you have your room key? Do you have your room key? Oh, really? And then they, they kicked you out. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got drunk and listened to the beach boys up there, but it wasn't the real beach boys. And I'm going to, I'm going to take a hard. I don't try to take too many hard stances. Okay. Uh, this Do is it. a very hard one. Do it. Um, and it's backed by history. Okay. The Beach Boys that are currently touring are a sham. They aren't the real Beach Boys. It's Mike Love and a bunch of cover singers. Yeah. Uh, and John Stamos. Uh, <laughs> touring around the country. Yeah. That is not the Beach Boys. That is not the Beach Boys. So, and Mike Love, historically a prick. Always. Yeah. Like consistently. Consistently you know that, a prick. That the one, was it Dennis Wilson, the drummer? Yeah. Dated one of his children. Like really? One of his like illegitimate daughter. Really? He was dating one of Mike Love's illegitimate daughters for really? for, a, a, for a period of time. Did yeah. not know that. Yeah, that it was they got like Fleetwood Mac after a while, like all oh, just the intertwined in everybody's lives. Yeah, and, that's wild. Yeah. And that's not disparaging. It is a fun show because it's nice to hear the that music yeah. uh, done well. Yeah. Uh and it's done well because none of the people are eighty five years old like the real <laughs> Beach Boys. Except Mike Love. Except Mike Love. <laughs> I'm bringing out good vibrations. God. He's always been the worst. Yes. And I'll tell you what, we're, gonna, we're, we're doing a little deep dive into the Beach Boys because okay. I will say this, uh, Beach Boys, uh, toe-to-toe with the Beatles uh, in my book. Um, and if uh, Brian Wilson hadn't gone insane, 
uh, they would historically be held in that regard as well. I, th- I think they're definitely I th- one of America's best rock bands, if yep. not their the best rock band. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, uh, yeah, I would, I would, they were, they inspired the Beatles to do Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah. When they heard Pet Sounds. There was that back and forth. And which Mike Love hated. That's the thing. That's the one album he hates the most. Here's, I think Mike Love is just insanely jealous. Yes. Of Brian Wilson's talent. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't have it. Yeah. Or like the Beatles, they were all, even Ringo was really talented. They were all, they were all really talented. <laughs> yeah. That's the weird thing about the Beatles is that every member could have been and were their own successful act. Yeah. yeah. And Ringo, just poor Ringo had to happen to be in the band with Paul McCartney, John Lennon, and, and George Harris. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right? It's like, all right, well, I guess I'm just writing, writing about my octopus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, if you had go into in-depth deep dive on the Beach Boys this episode on your bingo card, you're in luck. <laughs> None of us saw this. No, no one coming. saw that one coming. No one did. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, though. All right. Remember the Beach Boys got, uh, they were going to play for the 4th of July in Washington, D.C. Okay. And when Reagan was president, Nancy Reagan had them fired because she said they don't represent America. They represent rock and roll and loose values. And so they, what? So they, so they got rid of the Beach Boys. This is like the mid-80s. They got rid of the Beach Boys, who by then, they were already in their 40s. Their, their rock and roll, their rocking and drugging days were behind them. Not was just like prescription painkillers. But <laughs> so they got rid of, they got rid of him because th- they weren't like American purity enough Hit the the repla- Beach Boys. Yes, their replacement, though, not lying. Look it up, Wayne Newton. That's what? Mr. Vegas, Wayne Newton, Dunkashane, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton was the was the more American, more safe selection that Nancy Reagan thought was better. Nancy Reagan just had the hots for uh, Wayne Newton. I I think she was sick of Ronnie at that point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he wouldn't have known. No, no, it was already <laughs> kicking in. Then you could tell. That's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's a little Beach Boys fun fact. Want to hear my Ronald Reagan impersonation? Yeah. Uh, well, well, yes. <laughs> well, that's not bad. Uh, well, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, uh, well uh, uh, there you go again. Uh, who, who, who am I introducing? <laughs> uh, how about we do, because there's so much stuff in this. How about we deep dive into the, the D23 Parks announcement Let's do stuff? It. I want to hear it. So, all right. If you made it past the Beach Boys gauntlet, and good God, uh, I hope you did, because uh, some great hot takes. We've left Surf City, and That's now right. we're going. We've, we've, we're moving away from those um, hellacious, sinful teen bands known That's as the right. Beach Boys. That's right, with their loose morals and their tight jeans. They're and surfing. They're surfing and they're, they're girls. beach wearing in their... Who knows what they're doing in their room? Right? <laughs> with that little old lady from Pasadena. Come <laughs> on. Poor little old lady. Man. Anyway. God only knows what they're doing in right? their room. Man, uh, you're killing it. Those were, I, was imp- I couldn't think of one. I just went with Surf City, then stopped. <laughs> Let's just keep doing it. Man. <laughs> All right. We're going full steam ahead. The, the back half of this podcast is just we uh, Disney uh, and their D23 Parks announcement uh, yeah. introduced everything they possibly could uh, 90% of it had no actual firm date of release. <laughs> yeah. It just ended eh, sometime in the future. <laughs> They're trying to keep us to stay alive in the hellscape that is the modern world. <laughs> I mean, this is the second time they've done this because the, the last actual D23, yeah. uh, they brought out uh, Josh, what's his cat's name? Josh DeMero. Oh, yeah. 
Demaro. Yeah. Josh Demaro. Uh, who, fun fact, uh, and as a Disney historian, you can back me up on this, uh, is what happened to Pinocchio after he grew up into full-grown adults. He became Josh Demaro. That's right. That, that. Disney Imagineering's finest creation, <laughs> Josh Demaro. He did the same thing. He brought out Imagineers, and they said, well, maybe we can do this with this land, and nothing firm. Yeah. Uh, but some of this stuff sounds cool. Did you see any of this? I saw some of it. Okay. But just a, just a little bit. I figure... Give right, the high points. We're going to gonna go through it. We're going to chat. Yeah. Um, and if we miss something, it's because we didn't say anything interesting and we edited it out. Yes. <clears throat> uh, but we covered everything exhaustively. Figment is coming to Epcot. I saw Figment. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. From Journey into yeah. Imagination. Yeah, yeah, um, Which I was enamored with Epcot when I was young. Never went when I was young. So I don't have the emotional attachment to Figment that some people do. Yeah. Figment and his uh, big uh, burly bear of a handler yeah. uh, that would carry him out. Which I don't know why. Uh, Dreamfinder, that was it. Uh, I don't know why they didn't bring Dreamfinder back as well. I thought he was still there with Figment. No? I, like, it's with, just, the, with the puppet? It, there's no puppet anymore. It's He's like he's a like seven foot tall yeah. dragon that comes out. And if you see the video on TikTok, he falls. Nuh-uh. He fell like oh. one of the first times he came out. He oh, ate no. It. And then the handler had to help him up. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for that person. <laughs> you know, because they hadn't got to wear it that much. And now they're like, yeah. don't fall, don't fall. Oh, oh. yeah. While everybody watches. The one thing you're not supposed to do. <laughs> so Figment's coming back. That's okay. kind of cool. Yeah. I've always enjoyed Figment as a thing. Yeah. Looks cool. Yeah. People get very excited. They do. So I'm like, all right, they made a popcorn bucket out of them. So, you know, Disney saw money. That's right. They saw cash money. Once those popcorn buckets sold, they said, all right, we can upgrade to a suit. Yeah. If the suit does well, we'll bring back the puppet. Yep. Any any reason to introduce puppets in the park, I'm on for, I'm 100% on board with. I know. We, you made sure we went. I was going to talk later. That's right. Uh, in January, I wanted to like revisit our trip to the park. Oh, yeah. But you were very excited to go see the Muppets. And I'm like, I'm like hey. I, I could have cared less. If everyone wants to see the Muppets, I'll go see the Muppets. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad we went and saw this. It was amazing. It was so much fun. That was uh, the closest I've come to feeling like a small child at Disneyland yeah. again. Yeah. Was seeing the Muppets. Right. Being Muppeteered. Yeah. At a historical uh, Paul Revere show. What was it? It was just in, um, what's it called? Liberty Square. Liberty Square. Yeah. yeah it was just, great. I thought it was so cool. It was very yeah. well done. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the big one that came out uh, that they talked about. Uh, was Encanto slash Indiana Jones Land taking over Dinoland USA yeah. at uh, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, I learned this from our dear friend who's an Imagineer and who went on the dinosaur ride with us. Yes. It's the Indiana Jones ride. Yes. It's the same ride vehicles. It's the exact same track. He told us that before we even went on it. <laughs> and so we're riding we're like, oh my God, this is the yeah. Indiana. So, oh, we're going to make Indiana Jones. Well, yeah, you already got the, you already got, it's already there. Yeah, swap it out. You just got to retheme it. So it's not as exciting. It's like you did like the least expensive thing you could do to get like a big splash. Yeah. But that dino ride wasn't great. No. I remember our, our friend said, uh, I guess there were complaints that some of the dinosaurs didn't work that well. And so instead of retheming and fixing everything, they took out half of the lights. <laughs> so it just looked spookier and scarier. Darker. It's like, hey, and they flash so it just looks better. He goes, but they didn't fix anything. Uh, my secret hope is that they'll just do a really weird, bizarre mashup of the two properties. And we can just have like Encanto Jones. Encanto Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to make the magical. I didn't like Encanto. I. Uh... That grandma was messed up. I never saw it. It was never saw it. Um, I can only assume because I know it's about Bruno. 
I can only assume which it's a uh, it's about uh, a murderous uh, dictator that they hid in the walls of that house. That's the thing. Bruno didn't do anything wrong. Okay. And like, why was he being like the grandma has problems? Like the kids should maybe have like gone no contact with grandma. She was <laughs> she was the problem in the family. Ah, so they yeah. should have buried her in the walls. Yeah. Like all oh, my kids have magical powers. Here's my one grandkid that doesn't. Let's ostracize her and make fun of her constantly. Oh, is that, that what happened? Turns out I think she does have a power. They just kind of kept it secret. Like oh. you're the worst grandma ever. As a traditional uh, abuela is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Every abuela I've ever seen has like brass knuckles and is punching kids. And my, and, uh, my, uh, oh. the, the half of my family's uh, Hispanic and my grandma, uh, the most harmless uh, Hispanic yeah. grandma, I think, ever to be put on the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh, nice. Loved her to death. Uh, helpless. <laughs> like, is it, it's as if a cloud took human form. <laughs> she would she never just, took off her sandal and started swinging it around? No, she would wow. just lock herself in bathrooms accidentally all the time. We'd have to get her out. <laughs> Take her to a restaurant and wow. 10 minutes later, where, where'd she go? <laughs> go to the bathroom. She locked herself in somehow. We've all been there. That's with right. Our, with our abuelas. In Canto Jones. Yeah. And, so watch it. People are going to hate me for that, but I didn't think it was that great of a movie it had like some it's one of those movies where i think they wrote a great song like mm-hmm. we don't talk about bruno and then ignore the fact that there's nothing wrong with him and it really kind of ruins the plot of the movie oh. like i'm like what i don't i don't get it i don't get it uh i'll add it to my list of things i'm never gonna watch okay uh but i'm uh, sure it's, it must be good because they paired it up the natural pairing indiana jones indiana jones and encanto and- something for the kids something for the adults and the temple of we don't talk about Bruno. And Canto Jones and the temple of we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. There's the crossover there you never know you needed. That's right. That's right. I think yeah. that'd be good. Yeah. You could maybe in the right vehicle, you're Bruno running around the wall between the walls of the Ooh, house. That and could be fun. Hiding in your secret lair. And, and there could yeah. be, uh, instead of Mara, it's Grand Mara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she has some problems. <laughs> Grandma's got some problems. <laughs> Yeah. I think we figured this out. This is going to be a great land. But like the magic house is cool because it like lives and moves and oh. it, that the house is cool. But the humans in it, like humans are just the worst things ever. I've heard this. That's why the aliens are coming for us. <laughs> Those little paper mache aliens. Paper mache and or clay. Or they better plaster. bulk up or have some crazy technology. Right. If you are punting distance. Yeah. Uh, not going to do well. But they have the technology to get here. So I'm assuming they've got better tech than we do. I would hope. All we got is bullets and nuclear bombs, and that's not going to hurt, you know. <laughs> bullets and nuclear bombs. That's, right. that's my new country hit coming out live this weekend. <laughs> bullets, and- bullets and nukes. God bless the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I've sung twice on this show. Dude. That's amazing. That's great. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, we're moving along. Uh, Zootopia opening up in Shanghai Disneyland. Zootopia Land, right? Zootopia whole, Land. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. I actually saw Zootopia, loved that movie to death. It's a good movie. Really enjoyed it. Although, copaganda. <laughs> Correct. It's a little pro cop. Little pro cop. If I can say that. Yeah. Well, there was a deep uh, there was a hard R cut of that movie that took care of that, but uh <laughs> I want to see Zootopia Training Day. That's what I want to see. That <laughs> that mashup. By the uh, quick aside, <laughs> uh, we've been eerily on point the past couple of podcasts. Uh, the last one we joked about Judge Doom dipping a tune, and he you were, dipped a tune. You were a hundred percent right. I was joking. Hundred percent right, though. You were hundred percent right. I never thought they'd go I, there. 
I watched the videos. It's disturbing. They make you relive all the trauma seeing that cute little shoe. <laughs> yes, they do. Get dipped. And by the way, uh, I will pay you cash money <laughs> if you make a poster mashup of Zootopia Training Day. If you could make that happen. Yeah, I think I, can, I think we can make that happen. Uh, that I'm now so giddy about that. <laughs> like, who would be the Denzel Washington character? Who, who did, would? Oh, my God. Oh. I don't know. I, I would mean, love this be, movie. Right? Who would be the... Well, uh, it could still be the bunny rabbit, right? I guess. As be, the partner? Be Judy Hopps. It has to be someone sweet and innocent. Yeah. And then... And then yeah. Who would be the, uh, the other one? Maybe yeah. this is the sequel. Okay. Um, what was it? Uh, the, the notes that I had about Zootopia Shanghai. Oh, yeah. New attraction. Some new entertainment. And this is where I'm confused. Zootopia-fied food and beverage. Is it all vegan? Ooh. How are you serving up animals in Zootopia? They gave you no other info? That's it. They just said Zootopia-fied uh. food and beverage. Because do they eat each other? No. I can't remember the movie. That's the whole point is the carnivores, like, take pills or something. There's some way that the carnivores uh. don't. It's got to, If it's not vegetarian or vegan... Yeah. It has gotta, to be vegetarian. Did you hear they're doing Zootopia at... Um, um, what's it called? At Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah. That's right. They're replacing It's Tough to Be a Bug. Yeah. Which was a fun show, and it I liked is. it. But I think whatever their Zootopia show, I think would be great. It's also ninety-five years old at this point. What? It's tough to be a bug. Tough to be a bug. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. old. So I, I like it. I think it's great. But go ahead, you can put something else in yeah, there. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, I think the Zootopia show in there would be cool. Bugs Life is kind of the forgotten Pixar film. At I this think point. it's one of their best. It's amazing. I, if you've not seen it's a Bugs Life. That movie is fantastic. It's the only one that, I, and I feel like maybe this is why the younger generation is really good at knowing their worth and going up against systemic yes. institutions. Yes. It's tough to be a bug showed them. Oh, there's just one of them and there's a million of us. Yep. Screw that grasshopper. That's right. Fight the power, baby. That's right. I told my students that today. Did you? That I was proud of Gen Z because uh, millennials, as much as I love my millennial friends, didn't always like stand up and fight and like protest things. Yeah. But Gen Z, they're pissed about everything, and I'm loving it. I'm here for it. They're <laughs> protesting things, and I'm very proud of that. The uh, I was going to tell you something else about the Zootopia thing. What else were we talking about? I lost so, it. So I lost it. we're confused at how they're going to feed people in Zootopia. Oh, yeah. Or maybe, oh, yeah. The, maybe the thing is people. That would try. It's humans. Yeah, that would Soylent try. Green. Yeah. It's got to be vegetarian. That's the twist. It's got to be vegetarian. I would think. You'd hope. Or maybe it's just pills. <laughs> Then you can have a fentanyl problem in Zootopia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I did? Uh, I took your advice on something that you did during COVID a oh, lot. No. no, it's good. Oh. It's totally good. Uh, and if you haven't done this, you, it's a fun thing to do. I went on the YouTubes, mm -hmm. and I, I just did walkthroughs of all of the parks. So I, I wanted to go back because uh, I'm going back to, to Orlando in April of 2024 oh, yeah. for the Tiki Agogo event. And I'm going to go to the park or two. And I thought, I want to go look at those parks again. So I went through, it was like an hour each park. And I just sat there and watched them all. And was like telling my girls, oh, look, there's this and there's that. And then I had a dream all night that I was there. <laughs> like, I'd be like walking down Main Street and I would turn a corner and then I was in Epcot. And then I did a lap and then I turned another corner, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. I really enjoy them. And those videos are fantastic. And they're some of them are high quality. Yeah, some people do it really well. Yes. Uh, the Shanghai ones in particular are really fun to watch because that park, their walkways are this, uh, the size of a, a blimp hanger. It's crazy. I've, I have not watched this. I was told our friend that worked, that helped build, was an Imagineer at Shanghai Disney, said the 
know, the hub, the central part yeah. of Disneyland, uh, at Shanghai, if you put it at Disneyland, it would reach from the castle to the front gate. What? That is the size of the hub. Just the hub. Just the hub is that big. That's insane. Remember he told us that we were having lunch at, at the Harambe Cafe thing? That's He's right. right. It is that, it is stunningly big because there's, I remember this fact he told us, within a two-hour drive of Shanghai Disneyland, there are 300 million people. Imagine having the population of the United States within a two-hour drive of Anaheim. No, thank you. No. <laughs> no. That's too many. That is. Where's Thanos when you need him? <laughs> uh, speaking of Thanos, great segue. Yes. Professional segue. Oh, yeah. Into they announced uh, a little tidbit more of the Avengers attraction to be D in the future. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I fell asleep for a minute. If you're it, talking about. It's a world jumping vehicle that takes you to the multiverse. Yeah, there was going to be the Avengers Quinjet ride. Yes. And that was how many years ago? Yeah. And you were going to fight King Thanos. Were you? You were. Okay. Yeah. And now it's going to be a multi. But now by the time multiverse, I think, has already kind of played itself out. Yeah. Here's yeah. this new thing in Avengers Campus. It's still the most disappointing land at any Disney park. Uh, the thing is, you're going to have to shop at every shop in Avengers Campus before you're allowed on the ride. Exactly. And like have a receipt, yeah. like a, a hard paper receipt. You have to collect items yes. that form your seatbelt on the get, ride. To then be able to afford your Genie Plus <laughs> That's right. to get on this, what's going to be like, what is it going to be like where you sit and watch a screen? I'm is this Universal Studios? Yeah. That was the thing at Universal Studios Japan when we went. Marvelous Park. Uh, 90% of that is them shaking you in front of a screen. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're like, I I have too many uh, food items in my belly to handle this. It looks like I'm going to Universal this weekend. Really? For my daughter's birthday. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so I, jealous. I could not be less thrilled. <laughs> there there was a time where, where, like in late junior high, early high school, Universal Studios was my favorite park. Yeah. I didn't want to go to Disneyland. I wanted Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. And... So I was excited to take my girls, and they loved it. And I'm like, huh, they've really changed this. It's just you spend half your day in an escalator going up and down. Yeah. And it's not – the tour was just Jimmy Fallon. I don't ever want to see Jimmy Fallon, let alone have him follow me on a tour. Jimmy Fallon needs to go away. Um, all right. Back we're, – we're, we're moving through the D23 Parks announcements. Yes. Uh, uh, a cornucopia of possible rides – that you will possibly never see. Yeah. But this one did, and they're already recording the music. Country Bear Jamboree doing a brand new show. I heard about that. Getting those bears together. I, I want to take my family to Florida to see the original version before they change it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm excited about that. If you're going to update it, that's all good. Big fan of the uh, the Country Bears. Just don't make it like lame. Like I Don't write me any letters or like emails. I love country music. I have, yes. a, I have a country playlist on spotify called dr skipper's country nightmare <laughs> and it is because i i listen i listen to it today i like country music but i like 40s and 50s twangy oh you're like hank williams oh and, god yeah like, tear in my beer it's saying nuclear bombs <laughs> that's that's the uh, 40s equivalent that's of country it. music yeah yeah, yeah. we got and a little it. bit of yodeling in there yeah <laughs> they always did have yodeling for some reason they did 12 people followed my that playlist of mine okay and i was why i don't know why but i got wildly offended that they did because i thought <laughs> this is so like niche bad music that he, my family hates it when i play it but i love it well there's 12 other humans in the world that love it that's how niche or niche or however it's yeah. pronounced 
it is, is yeah. that out of the entire world yeah. that can find your podcast, yeah. only 12 other people yeah. like it. Like over a thousand people follow my Jungle Cruise oh, really? playlist. It's like 1,100, 1,200 people Dang. follow my Jungle Cruise playlist. And that's fine. I love it. it yeah. that's, I, I adjust it and make it. The country one, that's that's for that's for Dr. Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're updating all the music. They're adding some new characters, I think. I that's think awesome. It looks like. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a, a big uh, country bear jamboree expert. Uh, I have the album if you want to listen to it. Really? I do. Okay. I is it on it. is it on uh, Country Nightmare? No. Oh. oh my god, I should see if I can get it on. <laughs> you should throw it on there. Oh, that's awesome. Big Al. Which is also the name of a bar in Long Beach that I'm uh <laughs> I wandered into mistakenly once. It's a good time. It is. It, they're nice bars. Yeah. I found out I went to a gay bar in Long Beach for a friend's birthday party. And I found out that's where straight girls go to hide from from straight guys. That's a that's a solid move. It is. Yeah. It's bro- See, women are just they're out thinking us at every level. And let me just say, <laughs> more power to yes. them. Yes, congratulations. Because I'm like, this is brilliant place to absolutely. Hang out and hide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Updating country bears. Uh, this one is actually pretty cool. Uh, very excited for this. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean in Florida getting a bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. That's exciting. Do you have any other details about that? Because that sounds awesome. Uh, the only other detail was they had a drawing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's coming in the future. I saw the video of cast members running towards the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with this idea. Uh, it, it seems like an easy, like, why didn't this happen before? Right? Like... It's going to be rum drinks, so I'm all there. Absolutely. I'm, I'm 100% there. Sold. Yeah. Uh, this will be great. And uh, it coincides with the Big D down the street in Anaheim getting its oh, sorry, <laughs> the Big was, D in Anaheim. That was in a previous Only life. when you're in Anaheim. Only when I'm in Anaheim. That's, that's right. right. Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> there, booze opened up uh, today when we're recording. Uh, we recorded this on the 13th. It opened up uh, today in the park. Oh, at, at the ca- new menus in yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. So. Car- Imagine going to Carnation Cafe and just getting boozed, getting ripped, watching the piano player and getting boozed, <laughs> puking right down the middle right of Main, Main Street. Street. Remember the guy? Street. What was his name that played the piano there forever? Rod. Rod. I knew it was an R. Yeah. That's all I knew. He was such a unique individual because he'd be out there playing, and I'd walk by him dressed in my you know my my jungle outfit, and he'd be like. He would just look at you, hey, and he just kept playing. And I'm like, he doesn't know who I am. And then I was on the tram once to go back to the parking lot. He comes, sits right by me. Hey, how was a uh, Jungle Cruise today? And I, I was in my street clothes. Yeah, he was wild, and man. And I'm like, how the hell do you know who I am? How do you know? Re- how many thousands of people walk by you? He was uh, legendary. Yeah. Uh, I remember just, I'd see him backstage. And uh, like when I was there, he was, he must have been getting way up there in age. Yeah. Uh, and it looked like he was actively fighting gravity from pinning him to the ground. Yeah, he had like back problems or yeah. trying to walk, but then he would sit there and just go nuts. Yeah, it was great. Literally, one of those people that could not have been nicer. He was the nicest yeah. human being. Yeah, just like when he sneezed, I'm assuming little bits of rainbow came out. <laughs> That's like, right. He was, but I and then I ask the people, hey, do you? Do you know he knows? Oh yeah, he knows everybody's name. Like he sees you one time, he knows where you work, and he'll and I'm like. I thought that was just stunning. What a great job. Yeah. Just to play piano and be nice and have people like you. Yep. What a great gig. I know. And he was perfect for it. He was. He was great. He was very nice. He was a a super, super nice guy. Uh, And the other thing, they they didn't announce in the park thing, but they did announce it on the blog, 
and Jess showed this to me. Mm -hmm. They just debuted a new treat in the park, Little Mermaid treat, and look it up. Fish sticks. (laughs) Fish sticks. That's in Zootopia. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hey, there's no fish in Zootopia. That's That's, right. That's on the menu. It is on the menu. Yeah. This one, it looks like she's taking a hot dump in the ocean. No. Yeah. What? I don't know. I think it was supposed to mimic the the po- the poster with the silhouette with the rock in the middle of the ocean. Is that the mug? I don't know. I saw a mug. It's it's a treat. Okay, it's a treat. Hazelnut, I think. It's very nutty. Yes. It looks like she's taking a hot dump in the ocean. Huh. Look it up. It's on TikTok. It's on uh, Instagram. Okay. Uh, but then I thought, what a great idea for a line of desserts. Because you already have Squatty Potty Walt. Princess Poops. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> That's going to be on the logo for the next episode. Princess Poops. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah try the great stuff. It's delicious. No. <laughs> Stop. I've gone too far. Now for the most dangerous part of our show, the return to civilization. If you've enjoyed the show and want to show some support while also getting some adventurously good extras, visit patreon.com slash thejunglepodcast. Also, if you could be so kind as to follow the lads on Instagram, I know they'd be thrilled. At Dr. Skipper Marley and at the.trevor.kelly. See you hip skips next time in The Jungle.